now broadcasting from Suitland, Maryland, USA, Abiding Truth with Dr. McCune, an outreach of Suitland Road Baptist Church. Please visit us at www.srbcoutreach.org. And now, here's our pastor, Dr. Calvin M. McCune. Praise God, everyone. Thank God. Thank God for his loving kindness and his goodness towards us. The Holy Spirit placed this message on my heart entitled, I Believe I Have Spoken. I Believe I Have Spoken. And that's the way we live. What we believe in, by the grace of God and by the Holy Spirit, that's what we speak. That's why the word of God says that we preach Christ and him crucified. That's what we believe in. We believe in the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. And therefore, that's the only thing that we can say to the world. When we speak, that's our message to the world. That Jesus is our Savior. Yesterday I spoke with someone about salvation, someone of the Hindu faith. And I told him Christianity is not a religion, it's about a person. It has two central messages, that God loves us, and he sent his son Christ Jesus to be our savior. And then he wants us, he gives us his mercy and grace to respond to that truth and to accept what he has provided for us. And by that, when we do that, we have this gift of eternal life. We speak it because we believe it. Let's come before the Lord in prayer. Father, O Holy Spirit, Bless us today, Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear God, for your word. Breathe in us, O Holy Spirit. Your word is living and powerful. Open our hearts, our minds to receive the truth. All that you desire for us to receive today, Lord Jesus. Bring it to pass. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Find Psalm 116. And David is writing here, Psalm 116. And I'm going to, by the grace of God, connect this psalm with our responsibility, by the grace of God, to share the gospel. Because ultimately, that's what this psalm is all about. This psalm is about going out into the world And telling others exactly what we believe. That Jesus is Messiah. That's what Psalm 16 is all about. David wrote, I love the Lord. I love Yahweh. Because he has heard my voice and my supplication. God heard him when he cries. The Bible says that we love God because God first loves us. So we are able then by his grace to love him. 
And David is reflecting with a heart of gratitude and thankfulness to the fact that when he brings his pleas and his cries before God, God hears him. His faith is in God. And our faith is in God. We have accepted Jesus as our Savior. And David is expressing this thought. Because God loves him and he loves us, we love him. And this is the message that we take into the world. There's a message that says, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Therefore, I have spoken. I believe, and this is what I have to say. We, can, we then say to the world, God who loves me is the same God that loves you. God who heard my prayer is the same God who can hear your prayer. If you repent of your sin and come to, and come to him, his arms are open. And he wants you to take a different direction in your life. That's what we're saying to the world. We're saying to the world, I understand that God loves me. And so I'm thankful to him. And here is the good news. He loves you also. He loves the world. Because he has inclined his ear unto me. Therefore I will call upon him as long as I live. What a blessing. God says, I am ready to hear your prayer. And I am ready to answer it. That's the relationship we have with God. Through his son, Christ Jesus. That's the relationship that the Holy Spirit gives us. And yes, we will go through trials. And yes, sometimes those trials press on us so much. That it will be as though we are about, as David would express, to go into Sheol, to go into hell itself. The sorrow of death compassed me. The pains of hell, that Sheol, death behold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Trouble comes, or storm comes. But the love of God in our lives is our con- it's, that's our constant. And we are able to say to God, and we're able to say to others, we're able to say to God, thank you, Jesus, that you are with me in the midst of my storm, that you are with me in the midst of my sorrow. And we believe that, and therefore that's what we can say to others. And when we share the gospel message, that's our message to the world. That yes, we all have sinned, but we say, here's the good news. I believe this, and this is what I have to speak. That Jesus, he is my Savior, and he is your Savior. Yesterday I spoke with a young man, and he is presenting to me different situations and problems in his life. And I listened to him, and when he was through, I said to him, 
God loves you because that's what the Holy Spirit placed in my heart to remind him. And God is reaching out to you because he wants you to accept him as your savior. Jesus wants you to receive him as your savior. Now at that moment, it is not that God is not aware of his problems, but God loves him and he wants him to be born again. The Holy Spirit touched his heart. And he made no mention of his circumstance and whatever he's going through. God just touched his heart. And I see the Holy Spirit just warming his heart towards God. And he began to respond. And he says, yes, sir. And I said, you have to put yourself in the place now. You have to respond to God. He's already given you his love. If you bring all these things before him, as you're doing year after year after year, you may be just saying, God, first you have to solve my problem before I embrace your love. And God touch his heart. What is that love? It's the love of Jesus. What we believe, that's what we speak. I believe and I have spoken. Then call I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, he says, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. We believe Jesus is our Savior. And when we call to God whatever we are going through, we believe that God First, he is able, and he promised that he will deliver us. On the basis that Jesus is our Savior, and he is our Lord. Trials may come, sorrow may come, but we can call upon him anywhere, any place. His spirit is inside of us. And at the moment of sorrow, wherever we're going through, whatever the circumstance, we can call upon the Lord. Even when we come in contact with people. As we go out in the streets, as we always do, and we go in the neighborhood and we evangelize, and people share their problems and their needs, and immediately we are able to say to them, let me pray for you in the name of Jesus. What we believe, that's what we're speaking. I believe I have spoken. Gracious is the Lord, unrighteous, yea, our God is merciful. God is loving and kind to us, and He's loving and kind to the world. That's the message of the cross to the world, is that God is gracious to us. And all, we have a righteous relationship with God because when we put our faith in Jesus, we are in fellowship with God because of the righteousness of Christ in us. 
That's why the Bible says that God looks at us and he sees us without blame because he sees us covered by the blood of Jesus. By ourselves, our self-righteousness could not get us to heaven. But it's our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, the second Adam. Christ came in our form. Tempted in all form and yet without sin. He paid the price, the consequence, the penalty of all sin. He took it upon himself. That's what Easter is all about. And God is merciful. This we believe. And this we speak. I believe, therefore, I have spoken. The Lord preserved the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Sometimes trials will cause us to be humble before the Lord. That's a blessing. Sometimes when we are discouraged, we learn to look up and to trust God. That's a blessing. But God protects us and he preserves us. He is in control and he will help us. He wants us, oh Lord Jesus invites us. He says, bring your burden before me. Place it on him. The psalmist wrote in verses 7, Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with thee. We have a rest relationship with God through his Son, Jesus Christ. When we put our faith in Jesus, the Bible says we enter into his rest. We enter into a fellowship with God. Our soul, in our souls, we have this assurance. It is well with my soul. That's that rest that we have in Jesus. We cannot enter that rest by self, by works or anything. Christ did it for us. He is our rest. I love when David in the Psalms, he will speak to his soul. Oh, soul! You are in this rest, and we have this rest, we who are born again. And we are saying to the world that you have this rest that is in Christ. Yesterday I said to this man, I said, well, here's the difference. With Christianity... It guarantees, Jesus guarantees, eternal life. Our Lord Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Christ said so. And all believers, by the grace of God, the Holy Spirit, he opens our hearts to the word of God. 
That's what God does when that truth go forth. God does that. We read in the book of Acts concerning Paul and, and Paul... He is going forth and the Holy Spirit minister in his heart and said to him, you have to leave Asia and go to Macedonia. And God gives him a vision. And in that vision, he saw a man calling him and saying, come to Macedonia. And he goes to Macedonia. And he's now in Philippi. And the Bible says he goes to a place where the woman, it's on the Sabbath, they're praying. And Paul, what he believed, that's what he's speaking. I believe I have spoken. I believe, therefore, I have spoken. And there he is in Europe, Philippi, and he's sharing the message of Jesus. And the Bible says that this, this woman named Lydia She heard that conversation. And God, here's what the scripture says, God opened her heart. God touches her heart to that truth. And she accepted Jesus as her Savior. Her entire household got saved. They all got baptized. She welcomes the apostles into her home. Her home became a church. And because of that, we have the letter to the church in Philippi, the Philippians. God says, God touch her heart. What we believe concerning Jesus, what else can we speak but what we believe? We have nothing else to speak. I believe And I have spoken. That's the only message we have to say to the world. When we walk away, that's it. I believe and therefore I have spoken. That's the message that the world has to hear. It's our experience. It's based on God's truth, God's objective, divine, inspired truth that then affects us in our personal relationship with God when we respond to that truth. When we hear this message of the cross, and at some point in our lives, for me it was 50 years ago, God in his mercy opened my heart. And he brought me to a place of repentance and sorrow for my sinful condition. Oh dear God, thank you for providing salvation for me. Thank you, God, for being my Savior. I think of my dear friend. Yes, indeed, what he believed, that's what he spoke. He kept telling me day after day, you need to be born again. Need to be born again. And God touched my heart to that truth. We have this rest. Oh, my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with us. And he has. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. 
my, my eyes from tears and my feet from falling. I get in this verse how when God does something, he does it complete. And I believe this is what David is expressing here. His soul delivered from death, his eyes from tears, and his feet from falling. Surely enough, God is the one who will wipe away all tears in this life. God is the one, our Lord Jesus, who will protect us from stumbling. And even at times, if we may have fallen because we're discouraged, on our knees become weak, Our Lord Jesus, he lifts us up so we keep running the race. And we all have this central message. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. David said, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Praise God. We exist in this land here right now. In this life, so we can tell others about Jesus. All of this psalm is about the gospel going forth. And so therefore, let's read verses 10 together. I believe, therefore I have spoken, I was greatly afflicted. Praise God. Praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for this truth. Thank God. Now I want you to turn to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I'm going to begin with verses 5. We believe, we believe in Jesus. And verses 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verses 5. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servant for Jesus' sake. For God who who commanded the light to shine in our darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That's what we believe. And that's what we are speaking to the world. And God takes that message and the Holy Spirit and allows it to shine as a light into people's hearts. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. It is God who is doing it. It is his sufficiency, not ours. We are troubled on every side, like David. Yes, trouble will come and storms will come. Yet not distress. We are perplexed, yet not despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Even in the midst of this, what we believe is what we are speaking. That Jesus is our Savior. And we are saying that to others. That Jesus, he is your Savior also. 
always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in us. We are ready, in other words, to live for Christ, don't matter the cost. We are always proclaiming the resurrection of Jesus is what it is. Christ's death, his burial, and his resurrection. Verses 11 says, For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. We're not valuing this life where we are willing to shut up. No, we will keep speaking out this truth. What I believe, I have spoken. Whatever the cost. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. When we speak about our Lord Jesus, we may suffer, but the person hearing that message may experience eternal life. Now let's read verses 13 together. We have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speaks. And Paul quotes from Psalm 116 when he says, it is written. I believe, therefore I have spoken. That's what he's talking about when he says, it is written. When David wrote it, that's what the Holy Spirit is letting us experience in this time. It's all about our faith in Jesus and what we believe. That's what we'll speak. That's what we can offer to the world. Nothing else but Christ and him crucified. Thus Paul said, as it was written by David, I believe, therefore, I have spoken. I believe in Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of it. I believe it. And I believe in him. And when we share, when we share that gospel, because we believe it, God, the Holy Spirit, used that truth to bring people to sorrow and repentance to accept Jesus as their Savior. That's the work of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those who have joined our church or sanctuary this morning, we thank you. We invite you for coming into our church this morning. Praise God. This is our message. This is what we believe in Susan Road. And this is what we have to speak. And this is what we have spoken. And we live for death. And Jesus is saying to you, listening at this very moment, that he loves you. 
and he wants you to come to him. Recognizing, God says, we come to know that we are all sinners. And we come to God with a heart of sorrow and a heart of gratitude, saying, Jesus, thank you for being my Savior. We want to pray with you. I want to encourage you because there is something God says that if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm by no means presenting you with a religion. I am saying to you that here is a person and his name is Jesus. That's why the psalmist says, O Lord, it's a relationship with God. Jesus is your Savior. And we want to pray with you at this very moment. Lord Jesus, thank you for being my Savior. God, I recognize that I am a sinner. Lord Jesus, thank you for your death your burial, and your resurrection. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. Thank you for loving me while I'm yet in sin. That you went to the cross and you died. You rose again on my behalf. Thank you, Jesus. I accept you as my Savior. In Jesus' name, I pray believing. Amen. Oh